Hello, I'm Joshua Graceberg. And I'm Jacob Friedman. And this is Gen Zero's Talk Politics. This is where two members of the next generation of American adults talk about what's going on in the world. Since the whole world is on fire, we might as well take a crack at delivering some insightful, definitely non-Twitter commentary and a side helping of comedy. We have with us a good friend of mine, Mark Rappaport from New York. Mark, welcome to the Hello. show. Thank you for coming on the show, Mark. Thanks for having me. All right. So, Mark, as we ask every guest on the podcast, how would you define yourself? How would you define yourself politically, your ideology? What are your major issues? Okay. So, I would define myself as a moderate, um, an independent thinker, somebody who tries to be nonpartisan, even though that's literally impossible in, in I mean, 2020. You know, it's, I mean, our, we're so politically divided. Um, I would say I'm a little, a little left leaning. And my main issues would be climate change. Um, that's probably the main one. Healthcare is very important. Um, and just all together, I mean, COVID-19, oh my God. COVID-19 and racial injustice. Th- those are probably the main four right now. So going to this week's news, Trump went back and forth about economic stimulus throughout the week. Even as Fed Chair Jerome Powell spoke strongly in favor of new economic aid of states and individuals. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I think Trump is a maniac. I'm just going to say it how I think it. I, I mean, I think it's crazy that, I mean, the stimulus, I mean, people are waiting in lines for hours. Now, personally, me, I'm not somebody who needs the stimulus or my parents don't, but it's, I mean, it's disgusting. We're, we're, we're playing politics with, with people's lives. And although I'd like to blame both sides, I really can't. Trump, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what's happening to him right now, but he is acting crazy is how, how I put it. I don't, I don't know how else to say it. He's acting crazy. You mentioned COVID-19 as one of your main issues right now. What would you do about it? Like, what would you do in terms of economic stimulus and in terms of actually navigating this disease? You know, I'm not really so sure. It's really hard. I, I, I like Biden's plan, um, as Jacob would know, and Joshua probably knows too. It's pretty obvious. I'm a big Biden supporter, so I am supporting him. And I, and, and I do think that his plan is good, um, and, and I'm supportive of it. I think there are issues with everything. I think, like, we, we don't really know what we're going to do. It's really unclear what the right path is, but everyone needs to be really careful. Wear masks. A mask mandate would be great. I'm not sure how realistic that is, but that'd be amazing. Um, and just everyone needs to follow the rules. And I think a big issue whether we have right now is we have a president who's joking about masks and he mocked Biden for wearing a mask last week. So having a better message by, by, the, by the president would be wonderful to start. So what, did you, what do you think the Trump's administration's greatest shortcoming was, is in dealing with this pandemic? So many things. Um, let me, let's see, where can I start? From the beginning on... Yeah. I mean, the greatest. The greatest. The greatest okay. shortcoming. The greatest, yeah. um, I would say, is the, the message out of the White House. Um, in the beginning, Trump knew, Pence knew, the White House knew how bad it was going to get. They've downplayed it. They've done that for months. Um, I, I mean, the message is just terrible. It's awful. There's none. So you would, ha- you would want a President Biden... Who has said he would he would be more receptive to Dr. Fauci and the health officials at the White House and across the federal Absolutely. government? Absolutely. I mean, to, to say, I mean, Trump has relied on Doc, Dr. Atlas, who I don't believe has any. I mean, Do, Dr. Fauci, yeah, he, yeah, he's gotten stuff, some stuff wrong. I mean, that's obvious. But Dr. Fauci is very credible. He worked on, I believe, on the HIV. I'm not sure exactly, but something with HIV. I think I think he worked on that epidemic. Or, but he worked on that, and I think, I mean, Trump has not listened to the right people. Trump listens to Jared Kushner, Ivanka. I mean, not scientists. 
Biden would listen to the scientists, the people who really know what's happening and how to fix it. But what was it to people who, for example, Mike Pence said, we'll, we'll speak about the VP debate later, but Mike Pence made the claim that Joe Biden raising taxes on people making more than $400,000 would be terrible in a, in a recovering economy from the pandemic. How, how would you respond to that? I am overall, I, I, th- I think I'm a little more right-leaning than others um, uh, in terms of the economy, in terms of um, taxes, but I disagree with him. And I think, I mean, I mean, I mean, number one, Trump has lessened or weakened restrictions on corporations in terms of taxes. They don't, they pay nothing in tax. So that's number one. Number two, I think Pence is wrong. Like, I mean, it, it would not hurt our economy. Our economy is, I mean, I mean, was doing well under Obama, who's tried to do similar things. Obviously, it didn't work out. But I totally disagree with Pence. I, I think Pence is misleaded on that. He does not know what he's talking about. Would you support a similar weekly benefit of approximately $1,000 for many Americans, just like with the first major stimulus yeah, that was yeah, passed? Um, yeah, I, I would. I, I think that, that, that that's a good idea. Americans need money in their hands. It's not, I mean, I mean, believe me, it's not just money. It's also resources, helping students who are in schools. I mean, that, that's a big thing. I mean, we're all students. I'm 11th grade, you're 12th grade, but helping, I mean, students are struggling around the country. So I think it's about helping students, helping uh, workers, getting people back to, back to work. It's many things rather than just money, but that, that's a good step in the right direction. But going back to the economy for a second, you said that the economy was doing really well under Obama, but don't you think that Obama overregulated industry? and created sluggish economic growth? It's possible. Um, I don't see many much evidence either way. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I, I think that Trump, that no matter what Obama did, I'm going to say it out front, Trump has made it worse. So maybe, I mean, that, that might be true, but Trump has, has lessened re- re- completely as, I mean, his tax bills was terrible, I, I, in my opinion. Um, it lessened re- regulations on many corporations, and that's, that, that's not good. I don't know. I do, but overall, I, I think that Biden's plan is good and would, and Biden-Harris plan is good and, and would be positive and would work. But Mark, Kamala Harris and Biden actually differ when it comes to the, when it comes to the economy, especially when it comes to dealing with climate change. As we heard, Kamala Harris seems to support more of the original Green New Deal, whereas Biden completely rejected it. So uh, what would you say to that? Yeah, I, I would say that's, pro- that's problematic. Joe Biden is the top of the ticket. Um, personally, my, my personal views are much closer to Biden than, I mean, pardon me, they're probably even past Biden. I think the Green New Deal, I think that it didn't, it was too, it was ambitious and didn't, it wasn't realistic. Um, I, I would say, I mean, Biden's the, the top of the ticket and Biden's policies is what goes right now. And I, I'll, I'm, I'm going to say this very carefully. I, I, I get the concern of how Biden and Harris differ, but I do think Biden's the top of the ticket and Harris will embrace those policies, at least as long as Biden is, is in the White House. So I, I'm, I'm not worried about it. So that seems like a good segue to the VP debate, which it was last night as we're recording this. Now that we're a day later, what are your thoughts? I think it was a fairly civilized debate. Um, both candidates were calm. Um, I think Harris did a little better than Pence, but marginally, it wasn't a big win for either candidate. I, I think they both did pretty well, and it was a it was not it was kind of boring, but. It was civilized. So that's a step in the right direction compared to the presidential debate between Trump and Biden. Many would argue that Mike Pence won because the bar was set low for him and he exceeded that bar. Do you agree with that statement? You know, I disagree with that statement because I think Pence's um, bar was actually pretty high to begin with. I don't agree with that. Um, In 2016, many people thought that Pence won the debate. And we know that Pence is a good debater. He's not a bad debater. We understand that. 
So I think that Pence did okay. I think Pence did fine. Harris did fine. I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone did outstanding. I think, unlike the debate, the presidential debate, where I, I think it's clear that Biden did win, he didn't do great, but Trump did terrible. Um, I do think Pence, I would disagree with that just because I think that Pence's bar was higher than people are, might be saying or thinking. But don't you think that his debate in 2016 wasn't a good indicator of how the 2020 debate would be because Kamala Harris is known to have more charisma and in general be a better debater than Tim Kaine was? Yes, that, that, that's a good point. Um, that's true. Kamala Harris is, is known to be a better debater than Tim Kaine. Um, well, I mean, Tim Kaine just wasn't a good debater and didn't do a good job. I mean, he was a ter- terrible pick to begin with, and that's a whole different story. But um, I think it's a fair argument. But to be fair, in, in the presidential debates of 2020, Harris had one or maybe two good, really good debates against Biden and against other candidates, and then she kind of just fell flat and didn't do very well. So people are ignoring that, um, which is which I understand because she completely attacked Biden, which is obviously a big thing. That she did that, and, and then now she's the VP. But um, I think that Pence's bar was again was high, higher than people think, and and and, and I think that he did relatively well. But so did Harris. It was about a draw, marginal Harris victory. I would say. I, I would put it. What did you think of Kamala Harris's decision to go to Joe Biden's approach and refuse to answer the question about whether they would support packing the court or not? Which, by the way, Mike Pence totally got Kamala Harris on. I think Biden and Harris, it's really hard because Biden and Harris probably should go out there and say what they're going to do. And I really don't know what they're going to do. But the thing is, is that Republicans, McConnell and Trump and whoever else have worked around the system have gotten many, many nominees that, that previously in decades before would have not never happened because Obama's nominees would have been, you know, at, at least would have gone to hearing. Um, so I think I think Biden Harris shouldn't play Trump's game and Pence's game where, where, where they have lied many times. They refuse to answer many questions. I think they should not really say what they're going to do. And I'm, I'm hoping that, that they don't say that they're going to pass the courts because I think that will probably hurt them in the long run. I think that will look as a negative. I mean, just packing the courts looks very political. If, if you want to go out there and say we should expand the court, which obviously is a similar thing, but we should expand the court because nine people is not is too little to make to um, make big decisions, and over time that should be expanded. I think I think it'd be a better way to put it. But um, I I think that Biden Harris need to find a answer that is and, and that will look good on them and on their campaign and will sway voters towards them and not against them. What could happen if if they outwardly said we're going to pack the courts? But they're dealing with two very energized opposing sides there you have energized liberals who are saying that this needs to happen no matter what that they have to add two justices to court or else major potential biden and democrat congress plans will be struck down and then you have the people on the right a lot of the trumpists and general conservatives and a lot of centrists who are saying it's ridiculous it is going to further politicize the court and it's going to weaken the institution. Considering that Biden is pledging to be a unity president, it seems that there isn't much wiggle room. There's no real way to really unify both sides on that, on that issue. Yeah, there's no compromise, really. Yeah, that's that's very true. Um, I think if, it, if, if, if we were flipped right now and Hillary was president and, I don't know, somebody was running in the Republican side and they did, it, it would be the same thing. The same thing would happen. Everyone would be mad or the same political, you know, same, same question, same outrage, no matter what, if it was flipped. Um, and, and, and then to the bigger point, I, I think the main thing right now is Biden and Harris need to do whatever they can to get elected. That's my personal opinion. They are already ahead in the election. As, I mean, I follow polls very, I mean, I mean, I follow the election ridiculous. I mean, I follow it so closely and I, I'm, I'm very politically active. 
but I, I and and Harris is and Biden are ahead, so that's great. But they they need to do whatever they can to get elected. And if that's not answering the question, I'm okay with it because Trump and Trump and Pence are just. I mean, I can't. They they have to be voted out no matter what. It's time. Another time when uh, Mike Pence and Harris uh, butted heads was over tax raises, and Mike Pence pretty much used Conlo's word against her and told the camera, straight to the camera, that Biden was going to raise her taxes if they were elected. What did you think of that? You know, I, I, I don't really, I, I don't really know. Um, I don't think that Pence is 100% wrong, because again, as you mentioned, with climate change, with, with the Green New Deal, Biden hasn't really, I mean, Biden goes back and forth, I feel like. Biden tries, you know, Biden, I think, truly is a moderate, but he tries to, to appeal to both the, the independents and the progressives, because he doesn't want to alienate anybody. In terms of taxes, I think, Personally, I think that that Biden should 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 say what he means. If he wants to raise taxes, he should do it. If if, if he wants to raise taxes because corporations are the ones who are, who are getting tax breaks and super 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 rich, that that I understand it. Biden has to do whatever he thinks is right, and not 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 the progressive left, which again I disagree with on many things, and the right and and independence. Biden needs to do whatever he views as right and his his political opinions. Just going back to one of your one of your major issues, what do you believe needs to be done? In light of a very tense, horrific summer and fall, where we've seen multiple instances of police violence and and protests, both peaceful, such as with Black Lives Matter, or with riots. In, in terms of what needs to be done, um, number one is voting Trump out. I'm going to say that ever and ever again. That's number one thing. Um, in terms of what needs to be done, I would say like like actual change. Um, I mean, police reform. Police need to be accountable for what they do. Like, I mean, I mean, I mean it's taking so long for the for the killers who killed Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. I mean, they're not. I mean, I'm not sure about Floyd, but Taylor's killers are not. I mean, they're not in jail. They're not. They're, I mean, they're on the street. Most of them are free. We, we need to change to change our laws and over our country. We need to try our best as Americans and as particularly as white uh, the white Americans in our country need to try to be more inclusive and to, and to watch how we talk and how we treat people because. Things are changing, and it's terrible that it's happening to, to it's terrible what's happening to black people in this country. We need to try to work on it and try to make our country a better place. Do you support Black Lives Matter? I support the I support the intent. The action, so I support the movement. The organization I do not support because the organization has said certain anti-Israel things and very anti-Semitic things, like they have said that Israel commits genocide. So I, I can't get aboard with that. But the movement itself, like the people who are marching on the street, yeah. I, I, I support them. Not not looting or not rioting. That's not okay. But the majority of protests are peaceful and good people trying to, to get change. So I totally support that. Would you like to uh, speak more about your other issues that you mentioned? I think healthcare. Um, again, like I have many problems with, with the Affordable Care Act. I am not, I was never a supporter, never will be a supporter of Medicare for All. I think it's, does not make, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's, it does not make sense. But I think we need to uphold, uphold Obamacare and try to make it work better. So to, to try our best to give healthcare for everybody, but in a financially stable way where people can stay on, on their private plans. It's very important. What would that look like? What, what, would you, would you so say, would you support Medicaid expansion as the original plan for Obamacare did before the court struck down? Would it be, would it be, would it be funding for research? What, 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 would, it, what would it be? I, I would go with everything that you just said. I think we need more funding. We need um, expansion with Medicaid. I, I, I do think that lowering the Medicare age to maybe six years fifty five is a good idea. I'm not sure when or how, but I think I, I think that'd be a good starting point. 
So I support that. And I mean, it's really hard because healthcare is, I mean, it's for years has been a contentious issue. And it seems that there's never a solution, but I think an individual plan that I support, I like Biden's uh, public option plan. I think it's good. Um, I think, I believe that it, it, it's, it's only available to lower class and poor individuals. So I support that. I, I think that's a good plan. But again, I'm not really so sure because it's a really hard issue and I'm not the one to really make those decisions. Thank God, because it's impossible. Well, Mark, it was great to have you on. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much too. Really enjoyed Thank it. you for coming, Mike. And that concludes this episode of Gen Zero Sock Politics. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And send us any and all questions regarding the news or politics, because your questions make the show. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you next time.